Um, do you, 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 uh, I mean, this is not an interesting thing to say at all. I was just going to say you should, um, with, you should buy a new, uh, laptop, you know? <laughs> you got the Patreon. That's going to go at the yeah. very top of the episode. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> it just, you know, sometimes you have the urge to speak and it's too late to stop. <laughs> it's the best laugh I've had in too fucking late, forever. Too late to oh. stop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Lemonade. Nice place to put your feet up and laugh. It's a it's a show where three old friends get together, and they're not being too serious, and having some laughs, and talking about some nasty fellows. The world is so dark and scary. Evil Men is so nice. It's such a nice break. Don't you think? I do. And I think it's like, <clears throat> sorry, I have a bubble in my throat. I think it's like hanging out with your friends and laughing about yeah. these shitty guys. But yeah. it's fun. You're laughing. You're having a good time. It's literally a light time. Yes. <laughs> if things get too serious, we have a button we push and then an alarm goes off. And what does that alarm sound like, Chris? Yeah, we have a button. If we, if we push a button, a flume comes out of the ground, yeah. and then we hop in it and mm-hmm. go down a big slide yeah. and fly out the building. And then a big sign lights up that says, no frowns allowed. Yeah. I built a little machine just for myself, where if ever I start getting emo, um, my dickhead gets electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> and if any one of us sheds a tear, the other two, uh, by law... Uh, have to point and laugh at him and say, that is so embarrassing and you're so stupid. <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever have an episode where one of us cries. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so weird. <laughs> an episode about Rowdy Roddy Piper, <laughs> where we all three are crying. Yeah, we all end up weeping at the end. <laughs> that would be really or, nuts. Or Scar from Gremlins. I'm just like, oh, he, just, he started off so cute. <laughs> Uh, well, was Scar the bad gremlin? No, Stripe. Scar, Stripe! Scar's oh, from Lion King. Um, well, I'm going to burst into tears about how ignorant I am. Because <laughs> I mixed up the Lion King and Gremlins. By the way, ignorant. I only, I've watched only half of Gremlins. I don't know how it ended. James, it's a wacky movie. James, eh? They become president and they run the world. <laughs> really? Yeah. James, no, yeah. treat yourself to... <laughs> You've had a hard day. Treat yourself to the, the second half of Gremlins tonight. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Because I'd rather be a gremlin. Gremlin. Oh, James, I just had a nightmare. Go on. I don't even think I should say it. Go for it. So you know how you're getting married in the autumn? Yes. Right? Late summer. Late summer. I just had an awful thought. Okay. Can I do a sound effect for your yeah. nightmare? Yeah. We should do a segment yeah. called Michael's Nightmares. <laughs> Michael Nightmares. Knight from Knight Rider. Michael Nightmare Michael from Knight. Evil Men. That's the name of the segment. Michael Knight from Knight Rider. Knight Rider. <laughs> Michael, Michael Nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> I just had a terrible thought that literally my hand is shaking. <laughs> okay. And my blood has turned literally to ice. Okay. And the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. All right. So you're getting married. Congratulations. Thank you. Late summer. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just picturing, right? 
Your blushing bride-to-be is at the altar. Okay. And you've got the priest or whoever. I don't know <coughs> who's officiant. Married, the officiant. And everyone's like, she's been standing here. Where's the groom? No one knows where the groom is. And 20 <coughs> minutes pass, 40 minutes pass, an hour pass. And then we realize James has locked himself in the house and he's watching the second half of Gremlins. <laughs> wow. Ah! First of all, really Christian normative of you to assume we had a priest. Um, yeah. Right. And second of all... Christianity's under attack these days, so... Okay. And uh, yeah, could you imagine? Everybody thinks I, I got cold feet, but I didn't. <laughs> I just, before the wedding thought, maybe I'll finally watch that second half of Gremlins, and, and I hear, forgot. Hear, <laughs> in the distance, we just hear... Gremlins, and then we <laughs> follow the sound of laughter, and we find you watching it. You guys burst James, in. Everybody's waiting for you to get married. I'm like, oh no! I'm watching Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> I got carried away watching the second half of Gremlins. <laughs> I saved it for the best day of my life. <laughs> Can I ask you guys something separate from this Gremlin story? Oh, absolutely. Wait, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Do you guys believe in uh, Gremlins? Hell? No, I don't. Oh, no, I don't believe. Actually, yes, I do believe in hell. It's called trying to get your passport renewed at Service Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Michael Knight from Knight Rider, Michael Nightmare, Michael Knight from Knight Rider, Michael Nightmare. No, I don't believe. Uh, I don't believe in hell. No. Then Michael? you're going to hell. Do I, I saw a lady do that outside the New uh, the Trump thing today. Oh, she was like she was talking like, to people on the street. Yeah, and people were like, "Well, I don't believe in God." And just like, "Well, you will see, because you're gonna be in hell." It's so funny if you t- like tell someone <laughs> I don't believe in this stuff, and they think they double down and threaten you by he- so with then hell. You're like, oh, now I guess I do believe. <laughs> I don't want to go to hell though. <laughs> do you believe in hell, Mike? Um, I mean, in that, I mean, it's a weird way to, Mike answer is weird i don't i believe that there's a place underneath the earth that's full of flames and demons and they have pitchforks if that's what you mean <laughs> well that it smells like a rotten egg do you believe in god oh, no then you're going to that place <laughs> it's hell yeah what do you think happens when you die mike you go directly to hell <laughs> so you Bing! don't believe in god the but elevator? you do believe in satan <laughs> i guess you could say that um yeah, I think everyone just goes. I think everyone goes. Isn't it just like Mike to not believe in God, but to only believe in Satan? I, when we die, I think everyone just instantly goes to hell. What's weird with about that? It's fine. So you, so you better just enjoy this life because it's all we got, I guess. Imagine if you died, James, yeah. and you went to hell, and it was full of flames, but it also had all the parts. Oh, and buildings that you love from Toronto. So there's like the Toronto Blue Jays. You've got the uh, Italy, like Toronto has. Your obsession with you've, Italy. You've got the TTC to take yeah. you to and from wherever you need to For go. For our listeners that don't know, I don't know if it, Mike thinks Italy is the funniest thing in the <laughs> it's, world. It's, it's pretty funny. It's very want, strange. Um, because it's Italy, and it's, Italy. but they call it Italy. And it has a CN Tower, but it's a little... Do you know it's like there's Italy's all over, like in every big I, city. I don't think I bring it up very often you ever. Do. I haven't uh, brought I've it up. You tweet about it. it. <laughs> you tweet about yeah. it like once a week. I, know, I haven't tweeted about Italy in like, since it opened five years I ago. I'm not trying to make you defend... That's not Absolutely true, true. Dude. Open up your phone, type in I'm at, <laughs> type in at okay. you, Mike, you, uh, you've heard it here, folks. You're uh, be Mike your, on Twitter is at Mbalazzo. I'm be not eating, trying to make you James, defensive. It's you're going to be eating your Tuscan shorts. Edeline. 
Italy. You're gonna and be you Italy. know that every city basically has an Italy. It's yeah, not like it's, it's a, Toronto of thing. No, of course Toronto didn't start the trend of Italy's. We're following Why do you talk about it every day? I've not brought up Italy ever Dude, since we this started. This is my hell. Thanks for asking. I just Googled. You have like seven Italy tweets. Sorry, what's the last year? Is true? Yes. yes. And read the year? 20. 20, so congratulations. Oh. No, 2022. 2022 in May. And, uh, read the tweet. So, so one year ago, I tweeted about it, and that no. means I'm always talking about Chris, Italy. Chris, Chris. <laughs> oh, wait, what wait a is second. wrong with joking about Italy, though, too? Does Mike talk about Italy? Either way. Wait a second, Michael. Does Mike talk about Italy a lot? I thought that I personally thought that Mike joked about it often, but I also want to say... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't that. either. Your it's defensiveness funny. is wild. Why are you defending Italy as if it, it's like a, a blushing bride that you need to defend its honor? I'm not this defending Italy. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that you mention Italy a lot. I don't mention Italy a lot. And you're so defensive. I don't mention it, you bitch. <laughs> you're so defensive so about it. So read the tweet from over yeah, a year read ago. read at least some oh. of the tweets now that we're here. You, you, here's what you'd mention a lot. Ripley's Aquarium <laughs> and Italy and the CNT. This is going to be funny after all the build-up to hear the actual tweet. <laughs> if Drake really loves Toronto, he should make a song about picking out on bruschetta, fettuccine Alfredo, risotto, arancini pizza, and scoop after yummy scoop of gelato at Italy. <laughs> Seven likes. What year was that? Seven likes. Don't say the it was likes. 2020. <laughs> they should make a Scott Pilgrim sequel set in Toronto, Italy. <laughs> Fifteen. What year, what year was that? That was also 2020. Okay, so 2020. Here's 2022. So, so While he's topical. in Toronto for a Destroyer show, I hope Dan Behar takes some time out to grab a bite at Italy, <laughs> visit the Ripley's Aquarium, and snap some pics of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mike, what all year I'm was saying that? is what that was 2022. That? So. That's last year. Here's that another. Year. But that's fine. Here's yeah, another yeah. from 2022. If they don't treat themselves to some yummy stuff from Italy, they failed with a capital <laughs> F. There's another one from 2022, but better because Italy. Look, I it's fine. Yeah. I still think that over a period of three years to tweet eight times about something doesn't mean you are constantly talking about it. If you're Whoa. talking, I disagree. But all right, all right. look, listeners, we agree to disagree. Listeners, what do you think? Let us know. Uh, what do you call it? Embrace debate. Embrace debate. That's the uh, slogan for uh, a Communists. sports debate show on in the ESPN. <laughs> Embrace debate. That's good. That's good content. All right. All right. Hey, our... Tim and Friends is going off the air. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I know. Sid was the guy, eh? Oh, should I not say that? That's kind of mean. No, I don't think Tim listens. <laughs> well, if you do, Tim... I guess it was just, I just mean your chemistry together. But we might have Jay, well, I don't know if we should say it. We might have Jay Onraid on soon as a TSN guy. Um, that's a guy that, uh, yeah. That, that lister Rob Dunn, who's an awesome guy, set us, yeah. up, with, set us up with his contact. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry I mentioned anything. Mike, we're sorry. I feel we like I've noticed the Italy jokes and, uh, well, man, I mean, when, crazy. I'm, when I do it eight times over three years, I really should check myself. But also, don't I, forget the ones that are out loud and non-tweets. Yes, because that is a thing, too. Listener, someone will go back, listen to every episode of Evil Men, count the number of Italy references I've made. I bet it's under three. I just didn't foresee the... the, the um what is the word? The the spike in tension at the at the Italy topic. But you know <laughs> this is that's podcasting. You never know where you it'll ne- go. You never know where this is real. Yes. You never We've know where emotions weird will go. Bu- buttons. We all you have know? our hot buttons. Can I say something? I Don't get, ask me about joking about pizza or being naked yeah. or yes. something. I do that a lot. Sometimes I get defensive about <laughs> my bathroom habits because I have colitis. <laughs> Can happens. I say why? There's not a big deal. 
<laughs> Shut up! <laughs> we're driving without you a map. Shit? We're on a seat yeah. without a compass. Yeah. We're in a plane without any uh, of the instruments. <laughs> but there's a gremlin on the wing, and we're back. Yes. Stripe. Yes. Oh, my god. Is on the wing of our plane. Well, Mike, I think you're hilarious, and... I think you're very good at your portion of Evil Men as well. Thank you. <laughs> this Evil Men is divvied up into three portions, ladies and gentlemen. I actually do think we we do equal, basically equal. I mean, Mike carries very heavy lifting editing. Yes. And uh, my, the laptop I use is quite heavy. Yes. It's 120 kilos. Yeah. It's not even a Mac, is it? What's it called? It's something from Lithuania. Nintendo? <laughs> something from Lithuania. What's the big computer uh, in Lithuania right now? Um, <laughs> got a good, I don't know. <laughs> Check it out. Um, Apple Lithuania. I got really high off of that Diet Coke we had with dinner. Oh, I had one too, and I never usually do. I get high. They're off of so Diet Coke. good. Am I stupid? Like I've, I haven't had a Diet Coke in years. Yeah, is there so caffeine good in the Diet Coke? Yes, but is not there? sucre. <laughs> no you know sugar, what? no calories. How could it have no calories? I don't know. It's <laughs> caffeine water, I guess. Damn, dude, <laughs> it's good. But uh, what I found out the other day, as a type two diabetic is Coke Zero is basically this. I was like, what is the difference between Coke Zero and Coke Zero doesn't have sugar either, but still has caffeine, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. But has the more regular taste of Coke. Probably doesn't have aspartame. I think Diet Coke gets it is bad for you because shit on for the aspartame. Chris, you say you refer to yourself as a type two diabetic. Yeah. But I think of you type as a type Chris diabetic. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I do it my own way. I try to flip it. You know what I mean? Um, Chris style. Yeah, I, I see a lot of posers like just becoming type 2 diabetics. Especially since COVID, and everyone started being a diabetic. Doing it the it's same like, way. Okay. I know. And now it's kind of ruining it I yeah, think, for I people know. who've been long-time diabetics. Like, I know. It's fucking lame, dude. Can't get... So I try to flip it and make it like, yeah, this is a like this is a diabetic you've never seen before. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. I had a, a thing I thought it would be fun to talk about. Chris t- uh, DM'd Mike and I and told us that you went into a certain kind of parlor. Pizza. Oh, you guys could totally make fun of oh. me for how much I joke about Big women and <laughs> bad women, like you know, That's tattoos true. and stuff. Yeah, or that you, I just set you up for a thing. And I you know, totally avoided I know. It and went down a different direction, but I because my brain works a mile a minute because I have type two diabetes. It makes your brain. It's get your motor running. Yeah, get you, some diabetes. Yeah, when you don't have sugar, your brain goes too fast, and I still have sugar sometimes. I wonder if that could. So work. it's a. Basically, what I'm getting at is, it's a. I know you set me up perfectly. Okay, I do want to get a tattoo. That's what James is setting me up for to talk about. But also, the girl who works there that I talk to is kind of one of those badass babes covered in tattoos. So, and she's totally cool. And I'm obviously not a creep in real life. I will be a hundred percent professional and not think about it on the You're day. You're thinking about the badass babe respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a part of me that's like, yeah, banana, banana, you know what I mean? Like, that's cool, man. Like, yeah. the kind of, like, I think what's happening is I'm going through a midlife crisis, and I'm one of those <laughs> repressed suburban dads that wants a big bad girl to uh, 
punch ruin you. his life. Right. Punch me and ruin my life. So you went into. I don't actually want to be punched. So you went- also, you know, when people talk about having giantess <laughs> fetishes and then they pay big women to wrestle them and sit on their face and shit. I've never seen. That. I don't fucking want that. Some people bring that up and they're like, "That's right. what you want." Uh, no, that's not what I want. I I don't want to be humiliated. I don't care about being humiliated. Well, let me ask you. Oh, me, I just got a lot of information out there. This Diet Coke's got me. Let wired. me ask you a question. What made you want to get a tattoo? <laughs> um, uh, there's so much. Uh, if I close my eyes, I picture Popeye. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> okay, so you want to Popeye's be got an anchor tattoo on his that is forestap. Yeah, the anchor is a cool tattoo. Yeah. And then I read my brother sent me an article this week about the origins of Popeye. Did you know that Popeye was based on a real man? There was a Popeye was invented by a cartoonist from Chicago. Yeah. Who based (laughs) the character of Popeye on a local retired sailor in Chicago who was a retired Polish sailor. So Popeye is a Polish sailor. Yeah, but even if the, even though he's Polish, maybe sometimes he'd pull his boat up into port here in Toronto and visit Italy, <laughs> the famous Polish restaurant. <laughs> okay, Popeye was created by the Polish. artist E.C. Seeger. Yes, and he was originally going to be a one-off storyline character for uh, Thimble Theater, I believe it's called. And then he was so popular, it just literally became the Popeye cartoon comic after that. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I know. I love okay. Popeye. Wait, though. But back okay. to the tattoo. So the tattoo style that I've always wanted to get, and it has been years. I've let it think settle in my mind for years before making this rash decision. And I still haven't gotten it yet. I could chicken out. But there's this guy named Sailor Jerry. It's kind of... Everybody knows him. Everybody's got vintage... All tattoos have, have like... Tattoo people have like vintage Sailor Jerry. His story's insane. Uh, it would be a good episode of Evil Men, but I don't know how evil he got, but he was, you know... Anyways. <laughs> Sailor Jerry is this guy who like... Everybody knows the rum now, right? Yeah. Can I do a joke? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Sailor Jerry. Hello, Sailor Newman. <laughs> totally worth it. Seinfeld. Very nice. I wonder if Seinfeld has a tattoo. <laughs> oh, my God. No way, of right? Of Shoshana Longstein. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you knew her full name. You know what? Every Almost Look, anything that happened from 1990 to 94, I have like a photographic memory of. I don't know why. She's famously what, the 17-year-old he yeah, dated. He dated 17 her. and he was 38, right? Yes. Now, here's the thing. When they started promoting that in the news or People magazine, what have you, in the 90s, and not promoting it, but just at, like the, saying it in the news. Uh-huh. Uh, God, I am a bit frazzled You're today. Going to, yeah, but keep a going. A mile a minute. This yeah. is a podcast under the influence of diet cola and sushi. Uh, yes, that's also true. Like The omega-3 fatty acids I got from the salmon sushi has got me fucking full of power. So anyways, <laughs> I remember even being a teenager, and then they're like, Jerry Seinfeld from the Seinfeld show is dating 17-year-old Shoshana. And then I really am not objectifying anybody here, but it was a 17-year-old girl, one, even as a teen. And then, do you guys know what I'm going to get at? Are you saying you thought she was hot when you were young? She's extremely busty. And the picture with her... But you were a teen at the, at the time. Yeah, it's not weird. I noticed busty women as a teen, of course. especially. And that's just one of the many ways you're like Jerry Seinfeld. Way. And I'm a creep, guys. I, as a teen, of course, we're all 
boys. See, you noticed you liked her look. You liked But her. what I'm getting at is even as a teen, <laughs> I'm like, ding. oh, it's just, it just seems so awful. Right. He grabbed a busty teen now as a recent, newly recent millionaire after being a nerd for decades mm-hmm. and went, hey, what's with the... What's uh, what's the deal with my teen girlfriend all of a sudden? Teen girl. It would really be not far off with us dating what I'm saying a seventeen. He looked like a superficial. Right? Like, he looked yes, like... obviously. He looked he like a total creep. <laughs> but I, even as a teen, I was like, a couple. A nice, happy couple. I was like, mm. Mm, you're fucked, dude. You wouldn't, you're so gross. You'd be in big trouble if you did that now, right? Like, wouldn't you get your show canceled or it'd be a big deal, don't you think? Maybe not. Well, there is that, like, bass player from the Rolling Stones, I noticed. Oh, who, Bill Wyman? Who just quietly quit the band and disappeared after marrying a teen. Remember yeah. that? They are like... Yeah, marry her. That's great. You found true love, but can you just <laughs> live on an island for the rest of the years of Rolling Stones' existence? Damn. Even though they're all probably fucked up in millions of ways. Probably. Well, wait. So, hey, Jerry, so how old tattoo. is your girlfriend? You're looking at getting a, a <laughs> Sailor <laughs> Jerry tattoo. <laughs> You're trying to. You're thinking about it getting a Sailor Jerry. Tattoo. What's the deal with finding true love so easily at high at this high school? I stopped one of my Porsches in front of. <laughs> beep beep. I'm Seinfeld. Does anyone want to fall in true love with me? <laughs> Kramer. Kramer's like hugging her. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with the kids at this prom I'm at? So sorry to the f- the female listeners listening. I didn't mean to objectify, but you guys know probably even more so than us how obviously crooked that looked. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like for sure. Uh, for we'd sure. like to be clear about our position on Jerry Seinfeld dating Shoshana Longstein. Yes. We're, we don't think it's cool. Yeah. I guess it didn't work out. I wonder what she's up to. I wonder if she has Instagram. I'm going to check. She's like the Monica Lewinsky of Jerry's life. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Or maybe those two stories were breaking at the same time. But yeah. Not too far apart, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I guess it's in the 90s. The, yeah. It's all over the blue dress. <laughs> Jerry, it's on the dress. Uh, Why do they call it a dress anyways? It's not a doctor. It's not an S. Dress. I'm not under dress. I'm under the dress. <laughs> Do you know that was Flea who did the theme song? <laughs> it was him? And it was Anthony Kiedis who goes... Actually, <laughs> 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 it's believable. Anyway, so, so you're thinking of getting a Sailor, Sailor Jerry, Jerry was tattoo. this big, tough tattoo artist, and, I'm get, and I think <laughs> I'm going to get one of his classic ones. But you know me. It's Hawaii... <laughs> World War II, all these crazy sailors are going there. Get It's like shore leave. They get wasted. They go to a brothel. It's they like get, a Tom Waits song. Come they to stumble life. into Sailor Jerry's and get a tattoo. So the history behind Sailor Jerry's tattoos fascinates me. 
And I've always liked the idea of having one kind of like skull or something on my arm, like a pirate or something. So that's about it. She might get a skull. By the way, Shoshana Longstein does have Instagram, and she's a lovely lady now at age appropriate. Okay. So, Jerry, if you're thinking of popping the question now, uh, society would not judge you. So, so you're so thinking of getting a skull. You're, no. You're thinking Why of getting not? a skull or something on like your arm, your butt. Yeah, like maybe on my right <clears throat> bicep. B- bicep. I had an idea. Yeah. Which you obviously don't have to do, but <laughs> I had an idea for a tattoo for But you. can I just say to comedy I know, I'm sorry. But comedy <laughs> fans that might know me and fans of this podcast who know me also yes, uh, obsessed about this or that blah blah blah, but also the nautical aspect. Yeah. I obsess about being uh a sad sailor lost at sea and stuff like that. I don't. I think so. It's, it's part cool. of that weird obsession I have. I, I'm not. I genuinely think it's fun that you're that you think you're thinking of doing it. So there, Italy got a little, but we we <laughs> went we got we went into a bunch of my obsessions. Can so. I say? Can I throw out one idea? And you're obsessed with Italy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tattoo. <laughs> um, what if? How good are? The evil men little faces that Aaron Reed drew for, so, for the t-shirts that we sell. Imagine getting the evil men heads on your bicep. That's actually cool. So mm-hmm. way, good way to bring this up, James. To any listener who gets all of the evil men characters' heads tattooed on their body, we will send you one crispy crunch chocolate bar. <laughs> Didn't Adrian on the Discord talk about possibly getting... Holy shit. I could be wrong on that. Maybe. I, gotta, I think Adrian Maybe. might have... Oh boy, that'd be cool. Anyway, um, so let's bring out the evilometer, and what do we want to give Sailor Jerry? Well, I did like watch a documentary on him, and I think the older he got, he was a bit more grizzled and conservative mm. in a in a way that tattoos have changed since I was a kid. Yeah, but he was strongly influenced by the ancient like uh, Japanese tattoo art. Like, you know, that you see on, like, the Yakuza characters, mm. like, all those guys, those crazy, like, <clears throat> elaborate dragons and yeah. beautiful women and stuff. So he kind of incorporated that style. But I think there was a slight, like, old school kind of racism to him mm. that might not have been cool in... Yeah. So I'm not sure, though. That's... I'm trying to remember a documentary. That's not my... I had a breakup, so and I had a... a little evil, too? <laughs> I had a breakup and I was thinking of getting I had this urge to like should I get a tattoo after? What? But I'm glad yeah, I didn't I thought about it. What were you gonna get? I didn't get that far. But I'm glad in retrospect I didn't because I don't think it would have suited me. The, but I did have the, the limp thought. biscuit logo between your pecs. Yeah. Could have done that. <laughs> and then a picture angel. of a limp biscuit, like a biscuit with jizz all over it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh big angel wings on my back. <laughs> <clears throat> but it was a flight of fancy. And I remember telling someone that maybe I'll get a tattoo. And the guy kind of laughed. And I was like, you know what? I can't pull this off. <laughs> even even in emotional distress. Who laughed? I'll You're tell you therapist? off air. No. I, I know what a, a tattoo <laughs> on your body. a therapist laughed at you getting a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> picture, Chris, picture this. James, you've been out in the yard all day shirtless doing yard work. And you're sweaty and your muscles are bulging. Yeah. Right? Are you picturing this, Chris? Yeah. And then you get in closer. I'm picturing Ned Flanders when he takes his shirt off. <laughs> but then you flex your muscles and sort of stretch, and each bicep, James, a tattoo of a full glass of red wine. Pinot. <laughs> That's oh actually my a God. funny idea. That's funny. You should get a tattoo of two red wine 
glasses cheersing. That is pretty honestly. funny. Yeah. And then you're or like, a bottle, a bottle, bottle. Oh yeah, yeah, a bottle's way better. That's actually a good idea. I don't think I'm gonna get one, but if I why did, not though? Here's another thing too. Okay. I'm 45 now. <laughs> 45. Yeah. Old enough to be excited by Italy. <laughs> 45, there's a part of me where it's like, whoa, what the hell am I saving myself for now? And I will say, just Are you to talking re- about a tattoo or suicide? <laughs> everything. Everything. Every damn thing. I will reiterate what I was trying to say earlier, but I was cut off by my own excitement. And I will say my excitement is also because I've been inside for indoors for two days with my youngest daughter because she has a cough. So I've been looking after her. So I'm like raring to go. But uh, I think that I am a, like a repressed suburban middle-aged dad now who does dream of the badass chick <laughs> like bonking on him on the head and taking him away from his life which i love my life but you know uh-huh. it's just a midlife thing and like rocking his world and punching him and t- robbing banks and driving together on the motorcycle off a cliff <laughs> or something i don't know yeah, yeah. No, i feel I like, like it's that. a cliche it's a cliche yeah but you know you're just like acknowledging these sort of d- silly urges that probably every guy has at certain times you're just making having yes, fun with it. Yes, my whole comedy. If you're yeah. not familiar, I'm not a pig. My comedy comes from illustrating the inner id desires of of psychotic regular man. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. I think everyone can relate. Um, some guys want to get a nice flashy car in middle age. Some Maybe. buy a, a yacht. Others want to get bonked on the head by a cave woman and drag <laughs> off the uh, the cliff. Unga bunga. <laughs> Yeah, I don't actually want that specifically, but I like that you do. Yeah, you will. Mike, do you have a tattoo? I don't have one, actually. What would you get? What would Mike get? Listeners are probably uh, tearing their AirPods out and jumping around going, what? Yeah, your Um, skin is pure. I have pure skin, although I do have quite a few moles due to my Eastern European heritage. I recently had to get a um, uh, a skin tag uh, or a thing called a... uh, Mil- Milna? Milna. Uh, removed mm. from the tip of my nose. It right. A, a, a clogged pore and a bunch of dead skin cells formed a white ball on the tip of my nose. And uh, I didn't notice that's it. That's kind of badass. Yeah, so it's sort of a tattoo <laughs> that I got from God. <laughs> but I don't have an ink tattoo that I chose on my but body. But you will. We all will at on, some point. How about so honestly, what would you, honestly, would it be? like if in a ridiculous scenario, someone had a gun to your head and you, you like you have to get a tattoo. And I know you wouldn't really want one, but if it's like speed, to, the bus can't go under fifty, yeah. right. and like, you have to get a honestly, tattoo. The or red wine dies. bottle is really fun, and I, that's what I would pick with a skull on it. <clears throat> sure. Oh, then it would look like poison, I guess. Oh yeah. Um, what would I get? It's hard. Maybe the. I mean, wine is poison to a degree. Wine's poison. Mm-hmm. Antioxidants. Yeah, I got just a. <laughs> tattoo of my um, seven-year-old MacBook on my arm or something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been there through a lot. Um, I don't know. Maybe you guys have more insight that I can't. I'm too close to the... Cool. Uh, what would be better is if you keep your seven-year-old MacBook and get a tattoo of a new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and so you could tell people you did get a new laptop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I got a new laptop. So Are you, you editing this <laughs> podcast on a seven-year-old MacBook? Yeah, sometimes. Jeez, be careful. That's, why, that's what gives it the nice vintage audio quality. <laughs> 
Yeah, it sounds like a, f- a different decade, that's for sure. Oh, we didn't get to play your game. Why don't we just save it for yeah. some time when we don't but have such a But let's give a teaser intro. for next episode. Okay. I watched the in- oop, I watched the entirety of Perfect Match on Netflix. Not very good. Love is Blind is really good. Perfect Match was kind of bad. But I did watch it all. And they play a game on Perfect Match uh, with couples called Cute yeah. or Cringy. And yeah. Nick Lachey asked these couples um, sort of... Uh, suggested scenarios in a relationship and the the couples would say do they think that is cute or cringy yeah and i thought it would be funny if i asked you two guys the exact same questions nick lachey asked these hot ripped singles on a beach and see if give us a sample just for now and then Mm. it'll be a teaser for when we have more time okay i i i do realize caffeine plus being cooped up yeah, well, maybe I've we should say that. Today. I only have a few. I mean, or I can just do it. Oh, you only have a few? Make I mean, up one. Okay. Um, okay, here's one that... that cute or cringe? Cute or cringy. Cringy. Here's one that Nick Lachey did ask. Mm-hmm. Popping your partner's pimples. Hmm. And, and here's the thing. If it's something you have done or would do, say cute. If it's something you've never done and never would do, say cringy. I'm going cringy right away. I don't like the... That's gross. Michael? Would I pop a partner's pimples? Have you? Would you? Haven't? Would. So you're cute. <laughs> you say cute. You have to say cute. You cute. have to say cute. cute. I think I'm with Chris. I say cringy. Yeah. And that's cute or cringy. It's weird. Wow. Like, yeah. Body stuff, I'm not good with. I'll ask. Cronenberg movies make me squirm. You want me to ask you uh, one more? <laughs> the, the next day, Cronenberg movies just a guy whose girlfriend asks him <laughs> to pop her zits. In the zits. Three the hours. new movie by David Cronenberg. <laughs> Do you want to hear one more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharing your partner's toothbrush. Cute or cringy? I'm just going cringy. I'm saying if you have to, like you're on a trip and one of you forgot, fine. But other than that, hell no. Cringy. If you have to, honey, you got to. Cute. <laughs> Why do you like to do You're that? You're dirtier eh? than we thought. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Is that yeah. good for a sample? There's a little sample of cute okay. or cringy. I wow. mean, play it in will full. we come back to it? I don't know. But it sounds good. And you really get to know us better. That's the idea. They get to know us. Not like us. everything I just freaking said <laughs> for the last half an hour. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Beep beep. <laughs> we should mention that we have a Patreon account. You can find it at patreon.com slash evil men. And if you go onto it, you sign up. Mm-hmm. Small amount of money every month. Uh, you get at least two bonus episodes a month. And we're talking about maybe doing more, you know, mm-hmm. as the Patreons become more and more popular, which thank you so much if you've signed up. Oh my God, it, we really appreciate it. So as it's becoming more popular, we think we're going to Maybe do more for the Patreon, too. We already do a lot. If you sign up, you know, there's, like I said, two new episodes a month, and you mm-hmm. can go back through the backlog. We must have, like, 40, 30, 40 uh, episodes in there. They're really funny. There's a bunch where we went to our cottage and all this stuff. Check it out. You can also, um, if you sign up to the Patreon, you get to go on our Discord. We go on there and chat it up with mm-hmm. our listeners. It's a lot of fun. So please check it out. Patreon.com slash evil men. Can I just address something that I feel that... I- I would feel more comfortable addressing here. Sure. Um, I've been receiving a lot of messages from people asking um, if, like TikTok, if we collect 
our subscribers' data and hand it to the Chinese government. Yes, we do collect your data, a lot of your data. Yes, we do hand it to the Chinese government as well. Just okay. wanted to put that out there. Okay. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, I don't do that, and I don't think Chris does that. But Mike, I guess if that's I like a forward hobby, everything you have. to my guy in the Chinese government. That's why Mike doesn't go on the Discord because he doesn't want to collect his own data. Data, 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 data. Not the greatest, um, uh, you know, as pitch to help ask people to please. Uh, can I say something? Can I interject here us. for a sec? Can I say something <laughs> to the people who listen to this podcast in general? Thank you so much. It means so much to us. We're having so much fun. And to the Patreonos and the Discord people, thank you so much. It means so much. It really helps us. Both uh, James and Mike and I have been doing comedy uh, collectively together for five million years. years. It's crazy. And we are in Canada. And a lot of like the institutions that are even out of Canada that are supposed to be the ones that work for us and are our business say basically you're not doing it for real if you don't move to New York or LA or something and that hurts and I'm 45 so sometimes I look back on my life and I go did I do it for real what am I even doing here and you know it means so much that you guys are on the discord and Sometimes even that crazy guy who bought the same jacket of me as me, that's fun. And all of you are so great and so kind. And sometimes we can't reply to every message we get at the moment or we can't go on Discord as much as because we're busy, but we really appreciate it. And for all the listeners that don't go on the Patreon, it's, it's like I'm saying, what am I doing all this for? What's what's it all about? Can you help us? Make us feel more real? Like we stayed in Canada and we're doing all right? It doesn't make sense. You know, my daughter asked me, why is the sky blue, Daddy? And I could give her the scientific answer, but I finally get what that question really means now. I don't fucking know. I don't know anything. I don't even know why blue is blue. Oh, Chris. Patreon.com <laughs> slash evil man. Yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, question from uh, Chris Locke, please. Hello? Hi, Chris. You're, you've chosen the subject of this week's evil men, and everyone wants to know, who is it? I'm a reporter in this scenario. And there's a bunch of uh, press photographers in front of your house. You want to know who the subject is today? Yes, we all do. Does this ring a bell? Release the Kraken! Mr. Smithers, release the hounds. Is it Mr. Smithers? (laughs) I mean, uh, Mr. Burns? (laughs) We did Mr. Burns already. Oh, yeah. Is it Johnny Depp's worst nightmare come true? Kraken. Oh, oh, good Yes. Oh, so the Kraken. It's the Kraken. Cool. Um, not to be confused with the Seattle Kraken hockey team. Yep. Mm. And I think there's some sort of Kraken cryptocurrency bank or whatever. Hmm. It's not that. It's the beast. Yeah. It's like a giant <laughs> underwater it's like a monster. 
Yeah. It's like, imagine a dog, but the dog was in the ocean, <laughs> ginormous, and more like a giant squid octopus thing. It's okay. Terrible. So it's the Kraken. It's Is scary that cool? to think about. Yeah, no, I'm excited to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, because you go on many sh- shipping voyages for many weeks at I, a time. I'm in the Reserve Navy, and so I spend a few months at sea every year. And what do you do when you have shore leave? <laughs> oh, a little bit of this and that. Do you visit Italy? <laughs> well, okay. speaking of that, imagine turning the Kraken into a huge piece of calamari. Yeah, that's actually kind of crazy. It is. I thought about that while researching this because that would be. Waiter, mm-hmm. we'll need more dipping sauce <laughs> for the sea beast. Yeah, the dipping sauce comes in like a giant barrel. <laughs> um. So, Chris, the Kraken. Now, um. Yeah, tell us about this thing. <laughs> All right. I don't know how evil men works, so however this goes, just stop me. And uh... <laughs> Originating in Scandinavian folklore, it was said to appear off the coast of Norway. The kraken is usually depicted as an aggressive cephal- cephalopod-like creature capable of destroying entire ships and dragging sailors to their doom. Do you know what a cephalopod is? It's a guy who you don't want to run into in a dark alley. Especially if that dark alley is in the deep, <laughs> dark ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like a, like I said, squid or octopus. Many cultures around the world have a myth or legend about a tentacled beast bothering seamen are generally getting up to no good. In ancient Greece, Aristotle and Pliny wrote about Tuthos, which was a squid monster. Uh, there's the Scylla in the Odyssey and similar myths from the Caribbean, Luska, Japan, Akarokamuai. Who's the guy? And in- New Zealand, Taweka Amaturangi. Who's the guy so- in Little Mermaid who's under the sea? Sebastian. Is he an uh, yeah. ancient myth? Yeah. <laughs> Not that ancient from the 90s. <laughs> But the Kraken is Swedish. I had no idea. It's the same country that gave us ABBA and um, Peter, Bjorn, and John. I know. We're back up there again. Matt Sundin. Yes. Hey. Maybe one carried Matt Sundin from there over to Toronto. Um, so I got in here. So there's the beast has been <laughs> seen and talked about in myths and legends since the beginning of We Know. And I've got a note here that says... It could have been a giant squid or octopus or something. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> a great note to yourself, Chris. Thanks. And I've, I've weirdly read a little bit about giant squid. Yeah. They are real. Yeah. And I well, actually... Sh- yeah. Oh, you're getting to that. Yeah, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were going into that. <laughs> apologies. Apologies. No, it's okay, but say what you're going to well, say. Well, because I brought it up earlier and I, th- I thought you weren't going there. No. So the largest giant squid ever recorded yeah. is 40 49 th- feet. 43 feet long. 43 is the giant squid, but there's also a colossus squid that okay. they found. That was 49 feet. Okay. Uh, well, I, I was No, just, it's good that yeah. we have this conversation. Yes, but it makes sense. <laughs> because now the audience can hear what it would be like if they had that conversation it, at home with their dad. Exactly. <laughs> and people might not know that, yeah, giant colossal squid, yeah. that are really big, are yeah. real. yeah. And it makes sense. They weigh about like a thousand freaking yeah, like pounds a ton or, or whatever. Yeah. And it would make 10, sense like two hundred years 10, ago because they are you don't they're pretty elusive. Maybe maybe sailors saw one or something, and then we're like, holy fuck, this is a sea monster, right? 
Did I just take the words yeah. from your mouth? I'm sorry. And can I say something as well? You said all of these things I'm going to talk about. I'm sorry. Knowing that it's also from Sweden, I'm thinking of this big sea creature, a big blonde mop of hair on its head, piercing blue eyes. And saying, bork, 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 bork. <laughs> Like this yeah. chef from the Muppets. I don't mean yes. to be insulting anybody else. And that character, I think we can all agree, the character of the Swedish chef was racist. Oh, right. Shit. So <clears throat> I read this article by a senior curator of Mollusca named John Ablett, and he says squid and octopus really are unusual animals. Their body plan isn't similar mm. to anything else that we know of in the sea. They move quickly. Uh, this way and that, and uh, their bodies, arms, and tentacles seem to uh, simulate something in our fear, or stimulate something in our fear of the unknown. Right? It is true. They're more. They seem alien. Are, they seem like aliens on our planet. And uh, this other documentary I watched, the 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 woman said, and she's totally right, that uh, the deep, unexplored, dark depths of the ocean is way scarier than outer space to us right now because it's right under our damn boats. And we don't know a lot about it. <laughs> it's right under my tuchus. <laughs> the fact they are such odd creatures with some very large species being very rarely seen makes it very likely they could be the starting points for, like you said, like the idea of the Kraken or other giant sea beast legends. He says, uh, what we think happened is that partially digested or rotted remains of giant squid and large octopi were washing up on beaches and people were starting to guess what they might be. <laughs> now, that comes up a lot. It actually happened so that, a lot. And back a- then... Nobody knew shit. That was like a game before like Wordle or Crosswords where you yeah. just, there was n- no language and yeah. no electricity and you just play guess the washed up remains. Yeah, it was a tiny little boy <coughs> sucking a lollipop who came up with the name Tentacle <laughs> on the beach. No, I don't know, but yeah. Even now, occasionally, I mean, probably half of them are fake or something, but occasionally you see on the internet like this Fucked up fish washed up on the shores of New Jersey. <laughs> what yeah, is, everyone's well, like, "What is?" We're this? still like, that's the thing. Like, as been there, done that, as our whole society is now. Every now and then, a crazy thing will be pulled out of the ocean. We'll be like, "I'm gonna fucking puke." Yeah, of fear. Oh yeah, what do they call those? Puke of fear. Are those or cuttlefish? Oh yeah, yeah, cuttlefish, and there's like the blobfish that look like yeah. a weird white blob, and then some fish have those like lanterns that hang in front of their heads. It's really crazy. Mm-hmm. In Norway, the Kraken myth grew, and uh, such watched-up specimens were interpreted as messages from God or the devil sometimes, of course. Sometimes called sea angels, sea devils, or even sea monks. <laughs> that's actually creepy. Imagine, think, imagine seeing a big, dead, giant squid and thinking that's an angel. It's an angel's <laughs> arm. But that's a creepy interpretation of what angels are like. Yeah. <laughs> like you go to heaven and it's a bunch of those things? Playing like uh, a harp with their multiple tentacles. Yeah. So these things happened separately and people around the world came up with similar answers in mythologies. A case of convergent evolution in myth form. Hmm. Stories of the Kraken say that it could take down whole ships, grab sailors off decks, and... Create whirlpools. You know who they couldn't tear off the deck and, and kill for good? Captain Jack Sparrow. He was already dead. So he... Captain Jack Sparrow was you dead. You remember that? He's already dead. What do you mean? At least in the third one, he's oh, like a... Really? Not, if not quite a ghost, he's not quite a zombie, but he's not quite a human. Well, well I, I was saving this for the end, too, but I rewatched the scene where... The Kraken rips the pirate ship to pieces mm-hmm. and eats and kills a lot of pirates. 
And it's actually extremely thrilling and gripping. And you're right, Orlando Bloom is the only star around to... He luckily gets to safety. Spoiler. Um, But yeah, it is really gripping. But yeah, Chuck... Chacton Cap Sparrow. Chad. Chad is not there. He's not in that scene. So I guess you're right. He's dead. He's in Davy Jones's locker or something. There's. I remember distinctly because like, I did go to see all three or four Pirates Aww, of the Caribbean movies. That's cute. And at least after the first one, I that's think that's not cringy. That's cute. <laughs> Maybe he dies in the first one, but he is definitely. They were. He declares, or it's pointed out that he's not alive. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, by the yeah. way, mm-hmm. saying that these giant squid uh, kraken could cause <laughs> whirlpools, yeah. is that like swimming upside down with your legs pointing up and sucking water into your ass? Yeah. Like, how else would you create a whirlpool? Let me check what they say here. Yeah, that's how they do it. They suck all the wa- ocean water into their ass, and then it gets lodged in their brain for good. Um, all of that destruction they did... By taking down whole ships and grabbing the sailors off the decks with their tentacles and creating whirlpools were, according to legend specifically, to get humans into the water so it could eat them with its waiting beak. It has a beak mouth. Right, right. Girlfriend has a beak? So I just wanted to say this. I made a note here. I think how deep, dark, and vast the ocean is is fucking scary. Great notes, yeah. And then is. I wrote, do you guys like being in the middle of the ocean? No. You know what? I'll give an honest confession. Do it. I do. I really love swimming in the ocean, but I do find it a little scary. Yeah. That's why this is great that we randomly accidentally got into my tattoo story in the beginning, because as much as I romanticize the idea of being a grizzled sailor out in the middle of the ocean... What we're talking about, the deep, dark, quiet, like, depths of the ocean and the the storms happening above you and not knowing what's underneath you, and it's, it's thrilling, and, and but when, it's fucking and when you're scary. And sw- when you're swimming, <laughs> not having any sense if a <clears throat> creepy, gross fish of some kind is about to swim up and touch your legs or your feet, it's, like, very much the unknown. Yeah. I I know exactly what you mean about that. Mm. <laughs> so king in Norway, <laughs> uh, he first warned uh, a king Sirach or Sirach or something like that of Norway. First warned sailors of the Kraken in 1180. Um, the king did this. Yeah. Okay. And then I wrote here. Uh, By the way, you think we live in a tough time now? I wonder what 1180 was like. <laughs> Could you imagine saying to people? I grew up in the 1180s. <laughs> well, anyways. So the king of Norway in 1180 would warn the sailors to beware of a giant fucking squid-like monster that swims the coasts between Norway, Greenland, and Iceland. So we're back up there again already. Eric Remember? the Red, shout out. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out. <laughs> Iceland. I wonder if Eric the Red and his crew believed in the Kraken. They probably did. For sure. For sure. The Kraken started popping up later, too, in literature by the likes of Jules Verne, Victor Hugo, and Alfred Lord Tennyson, which I will get into a bit later. There is a giant squid. Okay, this is what we were talking about, James. Johnny Depp also wrote about it in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, in his di- diary. Yo, ho, ho. Guess what I saw? There's a giant squid. Okay, you know what? I just said this to James, but I'll reiterate it again. Mm, I'm sorry. And Mike was over to my... You guys don't know. James is to my left. Mike was to my right. 
I was talking to James, and to my right, Mike was listening. These are important details for you to know at home. So there is, a in real life, like we were talking about, a giant squid and a colossal squid species that are living cephalopods that can be found in every ocean on Earth. Giant squid can reach up to 43 feet, which James thinks is the longest. But <laughs> I also learned that a colossal squid can measure up to 49 feet in length. The largest one found so far weighed over 1,000 pounds. Now, that's Whoa. how I felt. Two years ago during the pandemic, I felt like a colossal squid laying on my couch during the pandemic. It's hard to... What, what else is around 50 feet? Just I to, bet you sailors were scared of me when they saw me coming down to the docks. It's hard to visualize 50 feet. Sorry to... No, it's okay. Ignore your thing. Is 50 feet like the size... Ignore my thing. Is 50 feet the size of a football field? Everything uh, is a football field these days. The oh, giant, here we go. Nine okay. things that are sorry, Chris. No, nine no, things good. that are fifty feet yeah, long. So no, let's picture it. The Hollywood sign. Okay. Damn. Okay, would not be want to be attacked by that. A semi truck trailer. What a weird website, by the way. Yeah. Um, a fishing boat. So essentially, <laughs> I feel like autistic people need websites too. <laughs> Basically, a, yeah, three, do an three SUVs. So a squid the size of a trailer. Yeah. So the king of Norway was like, look out for a guy who's the size of three SUVs. <laughs> um, the giant colossal squid had suckers on its tentacles. Don't get any wrong ideas here. Oh, well, what's his number? Uh, <laughs> it had barbed hooks on its tentacles. <laughs> oh, These it. creatures are very fast swimmers. <laughs> it sounds like a giant monster to me. Are very fast swimmers. <laughs> I love the, I love the <laughs> when I have enough time, I punch up my, <laughs> it's my really bits. Good. These squids leave, live deep, deep down in the dark regions of the ocean, so aren't seen that often. Kind of what the other uh, researcher, Moluske, was saying. Okay, now I have to say, I actually would like to take uh, one of those James Cameron style little submarines down deep and see one of these creatures now. That would be fun, eh? Yeah. yeah. You stock the submarine with some pizza, some soda pop. Couple cigars. Couple cigars. That DVDs. The smoke never leaves the indoors. <laughs> DVDs, like when you're at a cottage, you know, you watch DVDs. <laughs> Snacks. We watched we watch Titanic at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> so you know how you were going you, you you did the research to see how long fifty feet is, right? Yep, yep. So that we could really get the idea of how big a colossal squid Three is. Three SUVs or the Hollywood sign. <laughs> Uh, or uh, 400 of my bed. Um, <laughs> so anyways, what I wanted to say was, even though you looked that up, the actual Kraken is supposedly a much, much larger, angrier version of these giant colossal squids. So that's what we're fucking dealing with here. Hey, I wonder if ever there was like a squid way bigger than a colossal squid. I don't know, maybe. Well, yeah, I, I have another. Maybe cool, there's truth. I have another the cool thing that I'm going to blow okay. your mind with a bit later, and I really thought it was cool. So Victor Hugo, we'll come up get to him now. He hated any creature with tentacles. <laughs> he wrote a novel in 1866 <laughs> called "The Toilers of the Sea," which sounds like something Mike would call sailors. <laughs> Toilers <laughs> of the sea. In it, a sailor has a terrifying encounter with an octopus who wraps itself all around his body. 
and almost freaking kills him. Reminds Spoilers. Me of, reminds me of, of the relationship between Kermit and Piggy. Right. You know what I mean? Because she's always wrapping herself around him, and he's like, get away from me. Yeah. Ah, you cephalopods. <laughs> Piggy. Um, Piggy. So there's a whole chapter in the book. This is funny. I, it makes me want to read Toilers of the Sea. There's a whole chapter in the book. <laughs> well, a random thing broke, Mike, again. All spring and summer, we see you walking around with a 1,500-page book called Toilers of the Sea. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got a little, like, yeah. 19th century schoolboys <laughs> outfit on with like yeah and your tattoo and the tattoo yeah um, so it doesn't even pertain to the plot where Victor Hugo just rants about how terrifying and monstrous octopuses are and calls them devil fish he mentioned that the ancient description of krakens are a gluttonous uh, glutinous masses endowed with a malignant will hmm he says that they can drown swimmers and suck their blood with their tentacles. <laughs> he describes the terror of the suckers like this. I thought this was pretty beautiful, well, like actually. Like all these soldiers are giving their blood sucked, but then the, the Kraken misses with one guy and it sucks his dick. And he's like, whoa, whoa. And he's kind of looking around like, I better pretend. Uh, ah, oh, no, stop. Ooh, this is good. Well, I love this. <laughs> While all of his friends are being killed, yeah. he's like having a big... <laughs> yeah. Oh! Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, help us! Sven, uh, why are you doing that? I, I mean, um, yeah. why are you smiling while we're being sucked to death? <laughs> it's sucking me. <laughs> <laughs> that's really gross because that's actually <laughs> bestiality at oh, the end yeah, of the day. Oh, yeah, true. So this is beautiful. It's a beautiful writing of Victor Hugo that I have as a sample here. Shout out to Victor Hugo. Yo. One of the best to ever do it. <laughs> Damn, we miss you. He describes the terror of the suckers like this. Claws are harmless compared with the horrible action of these cupping glasses. The talons of the wild beasts enter into your flesh. But with the cephalopod, it is you who enters into the creature. Now damn. think about that, damn dude, right? That's why writers are so damn good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Isn't that creepy? Yeah. There have been accounts of octopuses attacking and drowning swimmers, especially... Really? In the 19th century. I remember uh, in uh, a Michael Crichton book, Sphere, shout out Aaron Eves, our friend, who's a huge Michael Crichton, Crichton fan. Crichton nut. But I remember in Sphere, he, he claimed that um, squid are considered to be like aggressive and kind of mean-spirited, whereas octopi are apparently really intelligent and friendly, and at least in the book... They characterized it that like some scientists think that octopus would actually make good pets because they're like pretty smart. Is that based on? I do think because truth? he was like all of, he used sci- so much science in his novels. I, <laughs> I I took it for truth, but I could be wrong. But it's funny too because octopus, you know, they look nicer. Like they got the big head and the arms. <laughs> Whereas squid, look up squid. They got that beak and they got they're yeah. more of a gross shape. They're more yeah. sperm like. Yeah, I'm an octopus guy. Yeah, I can tell. Um, Chris, you read a passage from the Victor Hugo novel Toilers of the Sea, but I do remember in uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, there's also a speech that Quasimodo delivers where he's like, squid, uh uh-uh, not for me, get them away, I hate them stinky. I hate the way squid look. Yeah. (laughs) 
He's like, people think I'm disgusting to look at. Well, my friends, you should see Squid for once. <laughs> yeah. But the hunchback, Quasimodo, you must understand, <laughs> the squid can ring eight bells at once. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is around the same time Tennyson, Vern, and Hugo, they all wrote their Kraken stories uh, when all these octopus attacks were happening. In Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Captain Nemo and his crew are attacked by 10 to 12 horrible monsters described as giant octopuses. So Tennyson actually has a poem called The Kraken, and in it he depicts the monster as an apocalyptic force that will rise from his ancient, dreamless, uninvaded sleep. Uh, I don't want to... Okay. This is weird. I'm going by my... You guys know I have a terrible memory for the most part. Did I read this poem during the, the Cthulhu? I forget, but why not? I'm going to read it. Blast from the past. It's not long. So this is like, because uh, I definitely think Tennyson's poem for sure was an in- influence for and, and for H.P. Lo- Lovecraft too, for Cthulhu. But listen to this, because it's you'll see. Can I just, sure, what of were course. You say? I was just going to say while you were looking it up, by the way, if you haven't listened to the Cthulhu episode... I'd say that's a classic. Yeah. Uh, clam chowder and a cigarette. Yeah. That's there. all I got to say. And if you heard the episode, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And I think this Kraken one's going to be right up there with it. Um, just for the Italy fight alone. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to win. It's really good. Podcast Canadian, of the <laughs> Canadian Podcast Award next year. Finally. Finally. Best, best fight. That's another thing to my plea earlier. <laughs> Nominate us for shit. Okay, here's the Kraken by Alfred Tennyson. Below the thunders of the upper deep, far, far beneath in the abysmal sea, his ancient dreamless uninvaded sleep, the kraken sleepeth, faintest sunlights flee about his shadowy sides. Above him swell huge sponges of millennial growth and height, and far away into the sickly light, from many a wondrous grot and secret cell, unnumbered and enamorous polypi, winnow with giant arms the slumbering green. There hath he lain for ages, and will lie, battening upon huge sea worms in his sleep, until the latter fire shall heat the deep. Then once by man and angels to be seen, in roaring he shall rise, and on the surface die now wow does that not sound like cthulhu or what yeah good point plus as poems go that makes in flanders fields sound like child's play wow (laughs) (laughs) who wrote that piece of shit um john (laughs) mcdonald's (laughs) (laughs) yeah i go for lord tennyson before john mcdonald's (laughs) Any day. So I love that we read a fucking poem in Clam the middle of this insane. And a cigarette doesn't get more classy than this. <laughs> uh, sperm whales, this is a cool fact, are natural enemies of the giant squid, so pieces of them have been found in their stomach. This is probably how pieces started washing ashore. Also, whales. Spray. Maybe eat the squid? That's what I was, Yeah, well, sperm whales. Huh. Because they're yeah. huge. So big. Yeah, they eat That's the squids. A, imagine seeing that. Yeah, Crazy. well... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean to... No, no, you're right. That'd be fucking wild. But I mean, I've, I've seen... I, I think... Yeah, they depicted these in paintings and stuff. Have you ever seen them? No. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 
That's when they started washing ashore, and that's when people started taking notice back in the 14th century. And sometimes you'll see a sperm whale with scars from huge suckers from the giant squids fighting it as it's like eating it. Holy shit. Wow. So you'll find a sperm whale, but then see the markings on it. And so here's the thing. Do you think the whale, when it's being attacked, is, is saying out loud, like, stop sucking me? Yeah. Well, he's a sperm Part whale. Part of me too. is going into you, the creature. <laughs> I'm yeah. looking up why are they called sperm whales in Moby Dick? Yeah, it's too. like why are sperm whales getting sucked? Because they're full of all of the <laughs> blubber or whatever. the The goo inside of them was called sperm at the time. Oh, interesting. Or maybe even today. Um, oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, like the oil. You're dead right, Mike. Yeah, they're named after the waxy substance spermaceti found in their heads. And there are multiple chapters in Moby Dick all about the. Oh, that's why you know taking the sperm out and all the men. Uh, scooping up big goops of sperm when you were reading the book at first were you like what is that sperm and apparently sperm (laughs) aceti is used in oil lamps lubricants and candles or was yeah well we just talked about this on because news they use it in uh, the coronation of the king oh in the ceremony no i'm serious interesting it was used used in perfume yeah uh, as well and you know where they sell a great sperm aceti italy Hey, that's a spermaceti. <laughs> um, so the, this host, Emily Zarka, from the PBS documentary show Storied. Um, Zarka. Thinks that shark attacks back in the day. Now, this is the part that I thought was interesting that I was trying to say earlier. Shark attacks back in the day could have sparked fears of these giant ocean monsters because... So they'd be on these like old wooden boats and ships, right? So... You'd see the guy flailing around in the ocean going like, help me, help. (laughs) (laughs) Help, guys, guys. And he's dragged this way and that in the water, right? But you can't really see the sharks sometimes when you see those attacks, right? Yeah. So your, your imagination is left... To be like, oh, God, what the fuck, eh? You know, what the <laughs> yep. fuck's doing that? And then you'd remember the giant tentacles that you saw on the beach yeah. and stuff like that. So that's why some of these creatures were created in the past and the legends were created. Because ah. they'd piece these pieces together in their imagination. They didn't go to, like, Ripley's Aquarium uh, <laughs> and just see them in the tank being like, this is what I am, no big deal. <laughs> Um, and I got most of my information from the storied presentation, so I owe the PBS documentary lady, uh, Emily Zarka. Thank you very much. Um, I, I loved watching it. It was really great. Another quote from Victor Hugo is, These animals are indeed phantoms as much as monsters. They are proved and yet improbable. Hmm. So there you go. I like that. Um yeah, the dark depths of the ocean spark our imaginations of what can be down there. It's freaky. Even watching David Attenborough's Blue Planet is one of my favorite things because you can see the creatures where you're like, what the fuck is this fucking piece of shit? I don't so know ugly what and I'm... gross and scary. Take a look at what you see on your screen. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. How the fuck that thing has a glowing light bulb on its <laughs> Fucking head. What, what, what is happened? it, an old miner? Whatever happened to simple animals like dogs and cats? <laughs> yeah. I think the environment is fucked, but I have no clue how anything works. <laughs> um, there's a lot of French and European depictions of the Kraken or Kraken-like monsters you can check out online. That's the classic. There's that classic vintage map of the sea by 
you guys have all seen it. Olias Magnus. That de- you know, like it's depicts the bizarre sea monsters. Is it like the, the there be monsters thing? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, and one almost one looks like a whale dog face with like yeah. walrus teeth, and then the other one coming down towards it has like a sort of squid like necklace on almost, but mm-hmm. then has a whale's tail. Like, so they, they've been, you know, they've been trying to like put these things together and scared of them for years. And there's then in the corner of those monsters, are like they have a little um, caption, like a dialogue caption that says, By the way, I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought of another good tattoo idea. A monster. Giant squid. That'd be sick. Yeah. That would actually be cool. Sucking a sperm whale. I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate your penis into that tattoo. Whose penis? Anyone's. Whoever gets the tattoo. Or vagina. Oh, I see. Like I thought you meant James's penis. Me too. <laughs> me too. No, not like, a, I'm flattered. Imagine but. I got a tattoo of James's penis. <laughs> I just want to be On, tough guy. Yeah. So there's a drawing from 1801 by Pierre Denis Montfort called Colossal Octopus, which I know you guys have seen too, which I feel like that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean almost recreate. It's the one where the giant octopus is underneath the ship and its tentacles are enveloping like the whole ship. You've seen it, right? Yeah. It's been like a wooden graving as well. It's going like, honey, I'm home. Yeah, I'm single. (laughs) And then all these sailors are dating each tentacle (laughs) and giving each tentacle flowers and chocolate. (laughs) Um, And I said, release the Kraken, which is from the Clash of the Titans movie, which... I don't know how canon that is for Greek mythology. I think they made it up for the movie. And the Kraken in the movie is like a gross, dumb monster idiot. Of course, I'm talking about the 80s one that Ray Harryhausen did the stop motion monsters for. I did not watch the... Unfortunately, I haven't watched the Liam Neeson one yet from like 2010 or whatever. He did a Kraken movie? The Clash of the Titans remake. Oh, Clash of the Titans. With like uh, green screen everything. Yeah, Uh, CGI. Um, the Kraken. Okay, this is for James specifically. Sorry, Mike. Mike. <laughs> I said Mike, but my mouth acted weird, and it sounded like Mark. <laughs> well, you've listen to Evil Men again with Chris, James, and Mark. <laughs> Aren't you glad we don't have anyone in this podcast named Mark? <laughs> No, Mike, you're going to want to plug your ears. Uh, James? Okay. The Kraken has been featured in some video games. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, ever play Sea of Thieves? No. Ever play God of War 2? Oh, I've played one of them, but maybe not that one. Return of the Obra Dinn? No, but that actually looks really cool. It's so all Kraken done with like, is pencil. In one of those. Uh, yeah. Okay. And of course, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that's it, guys. Great job! That's the that was actually really good. Chris, I mean, my hands are shaking and I'm sweating because I'm so full of fear for the kraken. I don't want to go out into the uh, streets tonight and then go to the lake where the kraken might be. <sighs> there might be a kraken in Lake Ontario. Sure. Yes, yeah, definitely. Watch o- I think we made a similar joke during the Cthulhu thing about imagine if there's a uh, Cthulhu in Lake Ontario. And he's like, "Come on, bring your boats out here, boys. We're gonna have a good time." <laughs> what the hell is that, eh? The Kraken or oh, something? Oh, the Leafs do. Jeez, <laughs> um, and I thought, I thought I sucked hard, but the Leafs sure sucked harder than me. Well, what's the uh, team that throws the squids onto the ice? Oh, I think it's uh, Detroit Red Wings. Okay, okay. So I don't tr- like that. I don't either. It looks barbaric. You're it's- throwing this... 
Because they all dead animals and they bleed yeah. all over the. Yeah, ice. why don't you slit a goat's throat for God <laughs> while you're at it? <laughs> Throw it on the ice. <laughs> yeah. Highly unusual new uh, thing that the Columbus Blue Jackets are doing. Some sort of satanic doing. ritual has uh, uh, br- uh, <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> burst. <laughs> Yeah. Bad that, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I guess goats don't bad. They bleat. They bleat. They bleat. Which is an unpleasant I'm bleating. Word. Sounds like they're in pain. So the Toronto Maple Leafs could throw the Lake Ontario <laughs> Kraken onto the ice. Yeah, If they ever win a damn game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I and I... This just happened today, so this comes out Thursday, so it's late now. But the uh, the Leafs have decided to not wear um, pride jerseys, so fuck them anyways. Pieces of fucking. I thought that nerd that game shit. where they wore it happened months or weeks ago or something, or is it? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting object like the, weird algorithms stuff on Twitter. Is, I don't know. Is the most, in my opinion, con- politically conservative yeah. league. They do. They, yeah. They're the least cool in a lot of these ways. Definitely. No question. I wouldn't care if the NHL's boat got attacked by the Kraken while it was uh, going between games. <laughs> <laughs> With all the players on board. Hockey boat to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, we've detected something under the boat. God damn it. That sea monster's probably gay. <laughs> That's my impression of a right. dumbass, so ignorant the NHL, hockey player. The NHL would like to apologize to all of our sea creature friends. We did not mean to offend them based on their uh, race, gender, creed, or religion. Yeah, it makes me really mad. But whatever. I guess like if you grow up in Canada, we know. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Well, thanks for teaching us and entertaining us about Kraken. Great job. What I like is it's not fully defined. I mean, we know it's a ginormous, way bigger than a colossus squid. Mm-hmm. It's out for sailors' blood. It's hungry for sailors. But also, it's amorphous in our own imaginations. Yes. It can be whatever the deep, dark sea, whatever the fears that stirs up inside you could be. <laughs> it makes me nervous for the next time Popeye goes to sea. Yeah, like especially if uh, olive oil is at home with uh, Bluto, sweet pea. I almost said pea. Not Bluto. Hopefully, Wait, that means that uh, yeah, Bluto is the he's the bad guy. If you think his name is Bruno, then you've only watched the nineteen sixties <laughs> cartoons, and those suck. And that's not real. His name is Bluto. Him, mm. yeah, out. yeah. So fuck you if you do that. Fuck you. <laughs> I feel like almost Popeye updates are becoming regular on that's this fucking thing. A lot of Popeye, Popeye, the Polish sailor man. Do, 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 you know do. what? I like vaguely remember a Popeye here and there, but I don't know it nearly as much as you two. It's good shit. Damn. Yeah, I almost called Sweet Pea Pee 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 the baby. Oh, my son Pee Pee. Did you ever have a crush on olive oil? Yeah, and you know what? Especially played by oh, um, uh, Shelley Duvall. Right, right. She was gorgeous. Damn. In the Chris. 70s, just this Now wild... I think I know why you like Popeye so much. Olive oil. I'm after his damn girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, is it time that we might consider 
bring out the evilometer. Oh, look at him. He's dragging some wet, gooey tentacles behind him, and he's covered in seaweed. <laughs> oh, and, and he's got some spermacito <laughs> all over him, or whatever the hell spermacito. it's called. Spermacito. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's covered in a white goo. Well, I hope that's sperm whale brain, because yeah. if yes. not... We're going to have to have a word because you've been up to something tonight. <laughs> oh, he just burped out a sailor's hat. Ew. Oh, even oh. blood is it. Okay. Um, shall I go first? Yes. <laughs> now, this is not a reflection of how much I loved the episode, but I'm giving this fucker a zero. Wait. Yeah. I don't think he's evil. He's an animal. Yes. Wait, what? He's an animal. He's just following his instincts. He's trying to get food. He's not, <sighs> it's not like Sauron where he's trying to embrace evil he's just an animal what if he's a message and, from sorry God. i shouldn't even say he she he yeah they they them who the hell yeah kraken we kraken the kraken the kraken is not just evil the at kraken. all in my opinion pronouns kraken <laughs> pronouns scary oh yeah scary nice yeah yeah scary scary <laughs> anyway uh now this is difficult for me to actually judge the kraken because yeah. i'm afraid of it and I don't want to get in its bad books, and maybe something happens to me late one night when I'm out on the sea. Get a tentacle up yeah. the ears. Yeah, <laughs> that's my number one fear. Yeah. Um, but I am a little bit more judgmental than you, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view. I'm giving this so and so a seven uh, yeah. for scaring all the sailors for years too, <laughs> like yeah. centuries, and scaring and causing sorrow for the sailors' wives and widows, and. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, I don't think it is just a senseless animal. I think it has some malicious intent. Okay, it on I purpose, like that. So I say seven. I All like right. that. <clears throat> yeah, because it's yeah. Okay, so I really like your point about the fear it induced. Thank and, you. And uh, yeah, for centuries. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. going more on James's side. I'm going to give it a one fine for the legendary fear it instilled for centuries wow. in uh, humankind, sailors especially. But I'm only giving it a one because like I was ta- what I was talking about earlier in the episode about getting the tattoo and bad girl, biker chicks and stuff. Yeah, I just want shit to be fucking wild. I do wow. too. And so I like the idea of like a savage sea creature out there waiting in the deep. I would love it if they were like, I know this, if the news was like, I know this sounds crazy, but Kraken are real. It would be great. Yeah. Oh, I also forgot to mention, I drink a nice delicious dark rum every now and then called Kraken. Yeah. And it's got a killer logo with a Kraken on it. Yeah, Does it ever cool. suck you into the bottle and you're like, help, let me out, because it's <laughs> uh, evil? Help, I said some things I regret last night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that's the worst day. Next day after you were drunk and you go, what did I say? Kraken yeah. resent, uh, Kraken, um, the horrors, what do they call it? The Kraken horrors? Yeah. Horrors? The horrors. Oh, I thought you said the Kraken horrors. The Kraken horrors. Well, well imagine. That's uh, something different. The Kraken on shore leave. Oh, well, you have yeah. Would be I was just thinking, brothel. Mo- a movie idea, Kraken in New York City. Imagine that. Oh my God! It was—it's not ready for all the hilarious guys that say, "Hey, look at me! Hey, get out of here!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, look at me! Do, do, you don't know anything. Go back in the ocean. Saturday night cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in the ocean. <laughs> 
<laughs> New York has it all, man. Hey, you looking for something to suck? Yeah. Right hey, hey I'll, I got somebody who'll suck you. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys, this guy's not from the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Everything <laughs> outside the neighborhood is <laughs> shit. Uh, um, I just want to say that we also have to remember this episode as finding out that Mike saw a, so many Pirates of the Caribbean movies <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, li- yeah. yeah. Did you like him? At the time, I liked him, yeah. Well, not everybody does. Jeffrey Bond. Jeffrey I think Rush. that's honestly yeah. charming. You got Orlando Bloom. You got yeah. Gra- I, love, uh, I love that you liked it. Gareth from uh, the the UK the office. office. Mackenzie yeah. Crook. And a, a number of oh, beautiful Knightley, actresses. I, yes. I hate to say it, but Johnny Depp could probably be a candidate for an episode in the future. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, hey, whatever. We're all getting older, me included. But yeah. I saw some recent pics you, of him yeah. and... Uh, not looking good. Nope. There's people on Twitter that were like that that picture with the floppy hat, and they were saying he looks like a fun yeah. ant or something. And you know what? Yep, he the did. other night he I put on um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, and I got a bit yeah. bored, but he looks so good looking in that. He does. And then you yeah. compare it to now. I mean, hey, it was 25 years ago. Yeah. You know. Well, apparently hey, he likes to drink undefeated. Wa- well, you know what, James? Apparently Johnny Depp likes to drink wine a I lot. Know. I know, but so does Gerard Depardieu, and he looks good. Uh oh, what? I'm in trouble. <laughs> the thing about the fear and loathing is Terry Gilliam. I found out never did acid in his life, oh, and here he is filming a story about basically being on acid. Is it 24/7. worth pushing through? I got a bit bored 15 minutes in, and I turned on something else. It's worth it if you're a fan of the book from when you were a teenager, in my opinion, Fair. which I read as a teen. I've read a couple of Hunter S. Thompson things, but I. I, I didn't read the book. Well, anyway, lots of this is a this is a doozy. Yep, I hope this will be a good a popular one. It's fun. Fueled by sushi takeout. <laughs> we didn't have squid, but a, we had shrimp and having a tech salmon. problem and having to wait for an hour before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah. All kinds of problems. Yeah. So this was a doozy, but we managed it and in my opinion, it was up there. It's one of the Greatest episodes ever of This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.